Hello, 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 and welcome to the official first episode of Pock Talk. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm really excited to be here, um, and I hope that there's actually somebody listening. I hope that I'm not just sitting here talking to myself, even though, like, at the moment, technically I am sitting here talking to myself, but I hope that there's actually somebody playing this episode. And if you are playing this episode, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And if you share this episode with somebody else, thank you so much for that. Um, yeah, this has been probably like two years in the process, but uh, we're here. You know, stuff happens, uh, life happens, work happens, uh, priorities happen. And sometimes you just, you know, kind of end up neglecting the things that, you know, you are passionate about for whatever reason. And um, but yeah, we're here. We're excited uh, and we're ready to bring you some awesome content. We're going to hit the ground running. Uh, we're going to have some awesome people on. We're going to have some awesome conversations, share some awesome insight, learn some awesome things. I should stop saying awesome, but it's a good word. <laughs> uh, in this episode, we sit down with Zarina Guerrero. Uh, she's a fashion blogger, getting her master's in social entrepreneurship from USC, and she's one of the wokest people I've ever met. Uh, if you want to learn more about sustainable fashion, activism, or just follow her life, uh, check out her website. It's estiloyalma.com. Uh, we'll post the info in our show notes and our social media, so I encourage you to do so. Check her out. She's a great writer, and you'll learn a lot. Joining us is also Axel Oliva, a.k.a. Axman underscore Waxel, as he goes by on Instagram. Uh, he's a good friend of mine and co-producer of the show. Uh, he's going to drop some knowledge on us about his experience uh, growing up in literally a Catholic church. In this episode, we talk a little bit about us and our lives growing up in public school, private school, and uh, we get a crash course on the Aztec goddess. Uh, let me see if I can pronounce this right. Donansin. That's a hard word, and it, it was a recurring wor word throughout the episode, but we learned about her, and you will too today if you don't already know. Now, this episode runs a little bit longer than we hope the future episodes will run, but it's just because we were having a good time. It was a good conversation, and honestly, I just didn't want to hit stop. It was, it was a good time, and um, yeah, I think you're going to enjoy this. Uh, we'll definitely try to keep future episodes to about 60 minutes, uh, so yeah, so you don't get bored of us. But anyway... Thanks again for joining us from the bottom of our hearts. We really appreciate it, and we appreciate your support. We appreciate you sharing a like. Uh, and if you're listening on iTunes, if this is even on iTunes yet, hopefully it is. Uh, I'm not sure. But if it is on iTunes, please rate us five stars uh, and subscribe to us. And, um, yeah, again, share, share, share. We need that support. Uh, that way we can keep coming back. Anyway, here we go. This is it. Let's do it. This is the official first episode of Pock Talk. Mm -hmm. uh, this is the official launch. Official launch. Yeah. Official Ooh. First episode. Yeah. yeah. So thank, thank you guys for coming. Thank you guys for joining me. Uh, thank you guys for wanting to be a part of this. Um, yeah. So, I mean, where do I start? Um, me and Axel go back for about six years, you know? And uh, he's a creative too. He's a, he's an audio engineer. Cool. But um, in just our normal discourse, you know, we, it just so happens that we you know we always manage to somehow get into this these conversations where we start exploring these themes of like just our experience coming from you know underprivileged youth and uh, you know just stuff that we deal with as people of color. Uh, you know, and working in our own respective fields, we always get really into it. And uh, maybe about a year ago, about a year and a half ago, I, I brought up this idea because I started getting into podcasts. I don't know if you do. You guys listen to podcasts? I started to because of you. Oh. <laughs> you listen to what? Uh, not so much uh, here and there, but I'm trying to absorb more content through podcasts because I think it's a great format. Cool, cool. Yes. Yeah, so, so that's kind of how I got into it. Uh, and then I was just like, one day I was like, yo, like we should get on the mic. We should, we should start recording some stuff. Because uh, I still, I feel like some of the stuff that we have to say is really cool. And uh, uh, it took a very long time for us to get the stuff, uh, the ball rolling. And but uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, we're here, and that's what we're trying to do now. The internet offers, you know, unlimited potential for anything, anything creative. There's already so many people creating these spaces. You know, it only, it only makes sense for us you know to also do that you know we have stuff to say and it's stuff that other people could gain some you know knowledge from us or 
I don't know, we can just learn from each other too and bounce ideas. And Cool, that's the show in a nutshell. Yeah, pretty much, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, you want to just give us a brief introduction? Uh, you want you know, me to but start? Yeah, why not? Okay. You're ladies first. Yeah, so um, hi everybody. My name is Sarina uh, and I am a blogger. Um, I talk about issues in fashion and social justice, sustainability, my perspective growing up as a woman of color um, and, you know, just trying to also create a space for conversations and new ideas and, and collaboration. Um, I'm also a student at, at USC. I'm right on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> getting my master's in social entrepreneurship. Um, so learning more about how to create businesses and, and um, partnerships that promote social good um, and, you know, grow up in the community and have uh, very involved uh, activist parents, so growing up in that um, mindset and having these same conversations with people in different spaces about navigating space and, and how do we do that and how do we create spaces for ourselves and and um, partnerships with each other. And I think that's really important, so I'm excited to be here. Awesome. awesome. And w w where do you come from? Where's, where's home? Oh, Let's, where's home? Yeah. Where? Uh, yeah, I grew up in Mesa, Arizona, which is about 10 minutes away from Phoenix. You were born there too? Born there. Awesome. Uh, my dad was born there. His dad was born there. Um, so we've been there. How, how, far, how far do your parents date? Does your, does your tree Uh I think date. we go yeah. about six generations in, in Arizona on my dad's side. Nice. Um, but my mom is, uh, is from Brazil. My mom immigrated um, when she was 16 to, to the U.S. And then my her and my dad met, and then we grew up in Mesa, uh, and then I moved out to Los Angeles about two years ago. So um, you know, fresh out of college, I moved to LA just to kind of uh, explore more of my creative side and pursue working in the fashion industry and learn more about um, you know social enterprise and things like that. So your your dad is from Mesa, Arizona. Arizona, yeah. right? So your dad is a U.S. citizen. Yes. And yeah. Your grandfather my, was was yeah. My grandfather was born the same year Arizona became a state. Oh wow! Um, so so is your dad? So is your grandfather? <laughs> was he born in Mexico or was he born in? I US? think at the time it oh, was a U.S. Yeah. Is that crazy? It, oh what? It was it's a, like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a U.S. territory. Okay. So it was still part of the U.S., but it wasn't. If, it didn't receive statehood until 1912. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So um, yeah, he was. I believe he was a U.S. citizen then. My grandfather, I believe, also would have been, but I don't know. I guess there it gets mushy, you know? Right. Just all, that's, what I, that's what I was curious. Yeah. I wanted to ask you that because uh -huh. I remember you shared that with me yeah. last Like, did they have to apply and go, I was born here and now you change shit up? So <laughs> Technically, the only reason sorry. I'm applying for it. No, I think that once people, um, once, once <clears throat> the borders moved, you know, um, with Guadalupe Hidalgo, I think that people just got grandfathered in they yeah, didn't really have that, these I mean, systems of paperwork that's how, i mean that's also how puerto rico is where you can just you're you're not a, you're not a, you're technically a u.s citizen even mm -hmm. though it's not a state well but when you're grandfathered in on the mainland like you know what i'm saying like whether was there like you know was it like hard for them to transition like okay we'll get into so, this okay, later I can, <laughs> no, that's fine. I can tell you about i actually read this book um oh. in in a chicano studies class oh my gosh hold on now i have to look it up it was called george washington something gomez or something like that hold on now i have to look it that's up my, that's my last name that's um, my mom's last name Ooh, gomez. gomez i could be totally wrong hold on i'm a garcia i hope it's gomez because now you kind of i mean i'm excited, lady, but I'm, but I'm related to <laughs> George Washington. Oh, oh I think what? yeah. I think it is George Washington Gomez. Oh, yes. Those kind of slaves too. <laughs> so it was uh, probably. So it was a, a story about a guy who who was born the year that Texas became a state, and his father mm. was Mexican. Wait, was Texas a, a ter U.S. Texas territory? Texas always also went through like a territory status, and mm. then and then. Do you know the year? Do you know the? I don't know okay, the year. No. Cool. All right. Um, but he was born in Texas the year that Texas became part of the U.S. And his father was so proud to be a U.S. citizen and was so excited to be in, in the U.S. that he named his son George Washington. Yeah. Oh, um, that's so he grows up. Yeah. He grows up as George, George Washington Gomez. And like, it's all, it's really great. You we guys did it, mijo. Since you're so interested George. in this. 
That's yeah, awesome. it talks about his identity between like being a Mexican in America nice. and like and back you know, in the day, bro. Yeah. Oh, gee, yeah. Ooh, that's nice. That's Damn. nice. Cool. We got to read it. We got to talk yeah. about What that. did you say it's called? George Washington That's Gomez. the name of the book. That's the work, name of the book, yeah. Oh, okay. And uh-huh. George Washington oh, what? Gomez. 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 Yeah. George Washington Gomez. Yeah. That's cool. Mm. Nice. That's really cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> right? Nice. I'm going to name my kid. That's what I'm going to name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Lincoln. I get <laughs> But uh, sorry about that. Uh, but yeah, you were saying. Sorry. Well, no, it's just it's a it, that that when I read that book, it was very um, similar to what I had. Ex- I would imagine my family had gone through at that time of being um, Mexican in America, and but yet very American. You know, is, is your grandfather still? No, no, no. He passed it like about ten years ago. Did you have a relationship with him? Yeah, he was my only gra- grandparent. I actually had a relationship with. Oh, yeah. Nice. My my mother's parents were in Brazil, so I met them like once or twice, but I didn't really see them growing up. And then my dad's mother had passed away when my dad was a teenager. Oh wow. So I thought that was really like my my grand. So you were close. You guys were yeah. close. Okay, yeah. so you shared some of these conversations. You guys had some of these conversations or no? Well, my grandfather, uh, he had Parkinson's from a very young age. When he was 40, he got Parkinson's. So he didn't really speak a lot. Um, and then I was also a little, I was 15 when he, he passed. So, mm, oh, wow. you know, I didn't really have these conversations with him. Right. But Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I, what I was going to ask you was, uh, how did your grandpa, what, what, how, what was your da- grandfather's experience? Did, did he was he excited? You know, were his parents excited? I don't excited really know. To, I know. don't really know. That's a good question. I should ask. Yeah. I should ask that question. Um, I know that like my parents have, or my dad at least, um, had this kind of experience where um, so Mesa, the t- the town that I'm from, is very very white. It's a it's a Mormon town. It was founded by Mormons. And, um, but it's also very brown because it's, you know, the population of people who are there. Um, and I know like when my dad, uh, was growing up, um, so I, and I actually ended up going to the same junior high and high school that my dad did. No way. Yeah. Nice. So it was, Whoa. Yeah. Nice. Um, keep the lineage going. Yeah. 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 Legacy. But when, yeah. My, <laughs> when, my, legacy. when my dad was, uh, in junior high, high, when they were growing up, the same pool that I would go swim in was segregated when he was growing up. What? Whoa. Yeah. So was he not like allowed there at all? Or was it, it was, was he like only allowed? The Mexicans and the corner. blacks were allowed on like Fridays. And that was the day before they would drain the pool. Damn. So they would, that's like, real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's real. Isn't Fuck that up. Crazy? Yeah. And this was, this was like in the, you know, 50s, 60s. Yeah. You know? like, that's insane. So your dad experienced that, huh? Yeah. My dad, you know, my dad was called the N-word a lot because he's so like dark skinned. So you boxed him in huh yeah you know he experienced like him and my my um aunts you know experienced yeah. like a lot of racism growing up my dad's sisters didn't grow up speaking spanish because that was at a time when like a lot of parents didn't want their kids to speak spanish they wanted them to become more americanized mm-hmm. and like be able to assimilate better yeah. so because that's yeah. i guess yeah if you don't assimilate sometimes you're crippled down the, there, yeah. right sometimes it's the immigrant story you know mm-hmm. that is yeah, i think as i got older i knew more from different parts of arizona like people from phoenix or people from tempe whose families had been there for a long time but growing up i didn't really know anybody else who who was was brown and had been there for a long time that's going cool. in your in your high your middle school high school were they how, what was the what was the ratio um so it's actually my the high school is like in the middle. We always talk about like a two worlds. Like on one side was like you know Mormon Valley, and like all the Mormons lived in like nice houses. And then like on the other side was we would call it Little Mexico, where they had all the trailer parks and everything. So it was it was very much in between two worlds. And and like our school motto though was diversity is our strength. <laughs> we were is like that true. Well, because well, we, we got them. Yeah, we well, got what they're saying. We got yeah. them. They were just okay. I we, guess <laughs> they're just preaching the numbers. <laughs> well, were you guys actually? Yeah, exactly. was that, no, were, I think were you so. Segregated we were, or um, it's like it's so weird because now I look back and I'm like, wow, like this is public don't get me school, right? public school. Got yeah, it. public school. Um, don't get me wrong, like Mormons, LDS, they're great people. But they, it, growing up there, I was like, oh wow, like this is different because they were very much in their own little world. They had their own stuff going on. Mm. But I think the rest of the people, like all intermixed and blended very well. We didn't have like cliques or like groups. We were pretty like mod podge ish. Cool. But that's cool. Mm-hmm. Did they, did, was there any like interracial, was there a lot of interracial mix? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I yeah? can, I can think of like, 
a handful of like that's pretty cool like yeah friends of mine who are interracial have now gotten married and like have kids and, and like stuff. mormon and like what yeah like, I have wait, a, wait, that a, you're not supposed to though they, I, I, no, I don't know you have to convert yeah yeah, yeah yeah i have friends who okay. have converted okay yeah Did, to, to be mormon <gasps> i knew ta- like do, do they really get their own planet is that I mean, a they thing? probably do. They, they, uh, they probably got married maybe a year or two after high school, right? Uh, like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Damn. That's the Mormons, man. Yeah. And they were young. My cousin's Mormon <laughs> for his, uh, his girlfriend. Dude, there's got to be a reason. Yeah, he's two years younger. He's a year younger than me. Doctrine. You get taken care of. The what? Doctrine. That's what uh, they tell you is like you to be a good citizen, a good member of the church, <clears> you have to <throat> procreate and create more members of the church, and mm-hmm. you know it's all about family. And there's great things about it. Yeah, no, definitely. That's how Judaism is. Yeah, you know, very, you know, the, the values is what's important. You know what I mean? It doesn't really matter all the stupid details that like you know religion likes to yeah paste. In, but like at the at the end of the day, if they're happy and they're doing the thing, and you know what I mean? My what boy here converted to Judaism. Hey man, I don't know yet. He Whoa, grew up, he grew, he grew up Catholic. Hey, oh yeah, he's, he's, Catholic are you? Jew. Are you? Yeah. Catholic Jew, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Um, of color. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Right. As so a, you want to? Oh, uh, good little story? transition. Yeah, man. that was good. That was a good segue <laughs> to you. Oh man. Okay, so I guess uh, my name is Axel Oliva. Uh, uh, my stage name is Axman. A.K.A. Waxel. He's in a band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm in a band, I guess. Uh, we're uh, double A.K. I play the bass and I do the vocals. And uh, I guess I've also been involved in the community. Um, since I was little, uh, I was kind of forced to. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, my story's a little weird. So I grew up <clears throat> in a, uh, I grew up like normal kind of, you know, going to church when I was little. But then at the age of, uh, what is it, 11 or, or like 10, at like fifth grade, whatever the hell that is. Can we curse? Is that just yeah, trying not? Is it okay? It's, fine. it's okay. totally fine. Because I did it a couple of times and I wasn't no, sure. Cool. Was we okay. can always like cut it out if anything, but we're fine. <laughs> it's a podcast, right? We're whatever. still trying to figure internet, it out. Internet, man. Yeah, we're, trying, we're trying to figure it out. Internet, we're, we're, yeah. There's no censorship online. So anyway, uh, I, uh, I reached the age of whatever fifth grade is and then... My mom got a job at our uh, at our church, the community, the church that we went to, as the uh, director of religious education, which also gave her kind of perks, which were cool, but were kind of weird for me because it meant for us to move into the um, the actual church, like on the premises. <laughs> so I literally moved into the church. Uh, there's a little apartment. It's like the rectory. I don't know if anyone knows the rectory. It's like the office where they, you know, go in and you're like, oh, I want to do a baptism. They're like, blah, 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 whatever. So that's the rectory. And then the priests live upstairs. And then there's another area that was like a, like, like a, like a, like a whole other uh, apartment, but it was blocked off, but only by a door that was like locked. I can get in that shit. You know what I mean? Like, like if I wanted to, I'd get into it, and a priest and be like, yeah, you know? And that just scared them because it was a priest. Yeah, you're really lucky. It, no, it was scary because they were freaking out because they're like, "There's a kid," and this is around the time where there was like oh, the shit. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, yeah. this is I have a funny story. Two thousand. This is like a, this is uh, five. Yeah, if I was ten, this is probably like nineteen. No, wait. Uh, yeah, two thousand. Yeah, two thousand. Yeah, two thousand. Yeah, two thousand. So it was around the third that, grade. Yeah, yeah. Which it's crazy it was that awkward. that was seventeen. He's, he's, uh, his family still lives there. Oh, that's cool. Like, yeah, 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 he moved out of there well, I mean, to where we live I'm now. Sure she, I'm sure they like compensate her her living. She to, has to, to pay, there. so they pay her a salary. It's actually kind of fucked up. That's another. <laughs> mm, <it's> another yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's another. Like, I know, right? <laughs> we'll talk about it later. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Because that's also a that's thing a of, uh, <laughs> it's like, is that a color thing? No, but it kind of looks like it's not in the budget. Thing. No, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's you ain't budget. in the budget, but we love your volunteering work. Anyway, that in a nutshell. But we need like, you here. But we need you, and like, please help us. Anyway. Oh, man, I'd love So I lived in so the righteous. church since I was fucking 10. Essentially, right? So that's my story. So I was I was involved in all the church shit, you know. Like as I was growing up, I got into all the little programs, and then you grow older, and you can't be. In and your mentor anymore. is the priest, the, the the priest, right? Or, I wouldn't say he's yeah, well, the he's priest. One of your mentors, the pri- yeah, the priest. Now he's like a really, I'm really close to him. He's really cool. Not like that, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, it's just that's funny, right? All right, so right, all right, I have a really. Funny story about that. So I was a kid, right, 10, like running around, 
and I, w- I snuck into the priest's spot, right? Because it was a shortcut to down to the rectory. So like, I was like, fuck, I don't want to go outside my house all the way around to get into the rectory. Fuck that, I'm going to just cut through, right? So I go cut through, try to be all sneaky and shit. And then the priest catches me. He's like, oh, 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 you're not supposed to be here. And I'm like, oh, it's, it's cool, man. I'm just trying to go downstairs. Like, I'm sorry. And he's like, no. Dude, he was like pale in the face. And he, I didn't know why he was scared. Yeah. I didn't oh, know why. That's, that's, you know what I'm saying? And poor guy. He was, he was actually himself. good. He was he was, dude, he was so scared. He was like, oh my God, what are we going to do? And I'm like, dude, uh, it's fine. Can I just go? I'll go back. And he just said, you, can, you can't be here. You can't. Okay, you can't. And I was like, okay, all right, okay. And, you know? I, and I never knew why he was so scared. I thought that was weird. And then, <laughs> and then you watch the news. <laughs> well, then I, yeah, I got older and I was like, oh, oh, what if he was like a, ooh, but then. He was nah. probably just scared for himself. Yeah, he was yeah, like, he was like, no, of course. Somebody's going to no. see this kid running, yeah. through, running yeah. out of my office. And, but I'm just saying, I yeah, I don't see, need but, this right now. <laughs> which is a whole other reason why they're, they out, they stopped doing that. They stopped letting people live on premises, you know, that have families. Oh, really? That, yeah. Oh. But the thing is. We're so outdated at my church, dude. We have no help, no money, no anything. Yeah, they don't care. Dude, well, what I mean, do? and, and it's my mom. They're like, well, we're not going to kick her out. And we're not going to pay her more so she could live somewhere. Because, like, the rent was fucking cheap back in the day. Right. So, yeah. they're like, uh. So, you know, I was like, eh. I don't know. But I developed pretty good. So, anyway, I was, that's weird. That's my life. And I came out a super heavy metal guy that, like, my parents think I worship metal. Like, I rebelled against it a lot. But then, you know, blah, blah. I went to college. I don't know. Um. LME. Am I supposed to explain all that too? You can talk about. You went to private school. I did your whole, whole life. life, my whole life, and I came out with devil horns. And I was crazy. <laughs> They're like we did everything. You know, he wrong. he went to yeah. he went to the high school that it's the number one high school that has incoming freshmen at USC. Oh, wow. oh yeah. cool. And then oh, there's yeah. another school. I didn't yeah. even know that. There's another school. Oh, in, go Cubs. Yeah. <laughs> So, so, I, so, I went to, so I went to Loyola High School. <laughs> oh, I didn't say that. You did. We Loyola. Loyola. <laughs> it's that school, and then there's another school in the in Orange County. Uh, that's where Matt Barkley went. So it's oh, the, damn. Yeah. Oh, he was a quarterback a couple years back. Oh, Maybe yeah, like yeah. Football school, right? There yeah, you go. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So they, there's two schools. They're always, they're always competing for who's going to placement bring more, more kids and test. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, more freshmen. But, nice. Yeah. Damn. Fun fact. So, well, okay, so I went there, and then uh, then I graduated from a little cub into a lion, and then I went to LMU. Went to LMU. <laughs> Loyola Marymount University. Go Lions, Wow, right? so even for college, you went to, like, Catholic school. Yeah, but see, the you Jesuits. Guys, in your program, how, yeah. your program. Yeah, the Jesuits are different. I love but like, Yeah. They're like, the your, rebels. Um, they're like the rebels of the Catholics. No, they're like the, they the, the social black... justice pioneers of the Catholic Church. They're sure. like. You, bro. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not very big. I don't know too much about religion, so I. The Pope is is a Jesuit. Uh, yeah, that's okay. why there's some like well, radical Francis, shit going on. He's like, that's hey. why he's like all about like social justice and yeah. like equality. He is. He's super. Yeah. He's super real. He's super tight, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's the most progressive yeah. dude around. And he's yeah. all like bulletproof shit. What the? F- no, 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 no. I need to see yeah. my people. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's cool, man. I like him. Yeah, Ratzinger was weird. I didn't like him. Who's that? Pope Ratzinger before? No, but, but, wait. What was oh, his name? Benedict. Pope Benedict. How fitting. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, like that? You like that? Uh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't grow up religious at all, so. I mean, this guy, again. Yeah. Well, I had get, to memorize all this. On, get, get, well, okay. my, my parents both grew up in the Catholic Church. There you go. My, you know what My mom about. lived in Brazil, and they had German nuns over there. Oh, see. Oh, German nuns. Yeah, oh, Catholic German yeah. nuns. That's a whole another level. Yeah, that's a whole other level. And then my dad what? went to Catholic school growing up, and they were both they both grew up and were like, Nah, no more. So, yeah. well, yeah. hey, I'm a Jew now, see? So, yeah. <laughs> what happened? So, what happened? Oh, what happened? Tell us. I can't say I'm a Jew, it, but yeah, I, I spiritually feel like I'm a Jew. Ah, oh, this sounds so dumb and new agey, but. <laughs> I mean, I can hey, see man. That. It's, well, it's funny. Because the way it happened was funny. Like, because I mean, I always questioned, and they were like, what? It's just, it, just because tradition and this and tradition, and like, you just have to do it. And I'm like, why? That doesn't make any sense. Like, why? My parents hated me, dude. So, but it didn't. I was like, but I don't get like, okay, like for example, here's a, here, here's an example. The host is really transubstantiation. That's what it's called. The host is really Jesus Christ. Like, it's literally his flesh and blood. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> it was baked. 
I'm like, bro, and they're like, no, 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 you have to believe the inside. I'm like, no, no, if you're saying, I mean, you mean. I get it that it's a symbol. That's what I'm, I'm like, it's a <laughs> symbol, that it's and a you're, symbol. And you're eating him and taking him inside of you just like food is nourishment and becomes you. He becomes you with his word. You've, I feel you. And you're like, no, it's real. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> I mean, dude, come on. And they're like, if you don't believe this, like, because I've been asking questions, but this, like, it's funny with the particular priest, he, he was like, if you don't believe this, then you're not Catholic. And I'm like, Dude, really? But it doesn't make any sense. Like, wouldn't God make sense? Like, he made logical rules in nature, right? You know what I mean? Like, he Physics would, and, and he's all like, no, but he's, oh, he's past all oh. that. And then, and then he's like, you know what? You're just not cat. And he started getting mad. And I'm like, bro. I'm like, dude, I'm 17, bro. And you're like, how old? And you're getting mad at me and you're fighting me. All because I'm using logic. And he's all like, well, see, that's the thing. You can't use logic when you do this. It's faith. And I'm like, yeah, but I have faith in logic, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and then we get into this whole thing where he's like, well, he, he could do whatever he wants. I'm like, you're right. But he's so humble, he don't need to, man. He, you know what I mean? He knows what's up. Like, God is like the universe. Like, we, you went to your wedding, right? And oh, the, oh okay. So, yeah. let me tell you about, okay, real quick, real quick. Sorry, I'm just going to tell you. Oh, this is so, so good. So, yesterday, uh, yesterday we had, I, I was telling this guy, it's probably the, the most progressive wedding I've ever been to. Yeah. Like, one, like one, of the, one, of the, one of the. And it's, a, it's from people of color. It what's is. up? It was, it was it, American. My, fr- my people friends are of hipsters. Color. That's what we call them Chicano hipsters. Chipsters? Like, Chicano, chipsters, yeah. yeah. Chicano, They're cholo yeah, hipsters. So, Chicano hipsters. Sorry, cholo hipsters. So, so it was very, it was very, it was very, nice very cute wedding super DIY like very uh, cultural like very Mexican uh, but um, but uh, but it was, it was really cool that she had her the officiant was this uh, like her, her yogi her yoga instructor that taught the bride how to teach yoga or whatever and, uh, so, and so she started her you know the ceremony with first we'd like to thank our, our cosmic being and like I was like, whoa! <laughs> it was cosmic <laughs> being. That's um, cool. I mean, but that's then that, cool. that set the like the mood. Like that was it. Like but as soon as she said that, it was like, nice. now we know what type of wedding yeah. this is. Mm. Like, well, I mean, granted, also one of the bridesmaids wore a suit, which is also like damn up? super yeah. gender. Like what was it? Super non-denominational, uh, non-gender binary. Like right. not, like it was What's just up? like it was okay. just like, and okay. like we all we all parted up like you know <clears> to walk down the aisle because I was one of the groomsmen and you know we all parted up to walk down the aisle, but it wasn't like it wasn't like bridesmaids a groomsmen it was like just walk and wherever you land yeah like, you know just when you two people at pairs and at the end split up that nice. was it it nice. doesn't matter who whether there's suits on one side and there's you know dresses That's on the other mean. side it's just it was it was i liked it it was really nice and then they they quoted neil degrasse tyson <laughs> carl sagan yeah. yeah like the 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 Type. vows the 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 it was really, it was really i was gonna ask <laughs> if you um if you guys like like neil degrasse tyson because one thing that i love that he says is that you know we're all stardust not yeah, it like, is it's true that was part of yeah part i mean of it's all the same yeah shit. it's all it's all you know like, Which means you can access and feel it all, man. Yeah, you know of I mean? course. That's why the, it's got to be in tune with. We're it. all in tune with it. We all live on this energy. Like we're all made of the same stuff in this universe, and it's like. Which means you're all. We're kind. all different yeah. combinations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what she said. You know, the, her in her vows at the end, she said she was like, um, you know, I know that, uh, you know, when we're even, when I'm gone, I will always search for you. Oh. Even when I'm gone, when Ooh. I'm just <laughs> atoms, because matter doesn't break down. Yeah. So she's like, oh, she I, will, I will, I will search for you, and see, wherever our atoms go, they will go together. Because, because now we are one. I was like, oh, so see, but these last—that's logic, bro. That's it science. Is, it, is, it is. You know what I mean? That's hey, what I'm saying. You know, and that was, that's it, it was very grounded. It was very, but it also but it's very so romantic. Cute. But so yeah, romantic. but it's grounded. Yes. But it's it great. But she was like, no, because matter doesn't die. Matter and energy—it just it never takes you know, a different shape. It takes shape and form. You know, yeah. and whether nothing you find created, it, nothing destroyed. That, exactly. Yeah, so which is, oh, you know what I mean? So that's, that's so the that's next nice. level stuff, that's man. Tight. That's but anyway, that's tight, man. Wow. <laughs> so Judaism. Well, uh, okay, there you go. There you go. <laughs> well, okay, so I'm so asking I, so questions. I guess now, now you, that's how well, that's where you, where you right. stand. That's so that was my that was my viewpoint as like a like I was dude. I was like 13 and struggling because when I was a kid, it's kind of weird. I always talked to God as if he were like a homie, right? I was like, okay. yeah. in my I head, was like that too. In my head, like they were like, no, you have to respect and like 
I always loved God though. I really did. But like, they're like, no, you have to do it like this and this prayer. And, and I was like, but then, you know, I had progressive teachers. I had one progressive teacher actually. She was like, my son, you need teacher. man. Yeah. Yeah. So she was just like, you talk to him how you want. And I was like, like, you know, even like he's a friend. And he said, yeah. I was like, okay. So I did. And I was like, fuck you, everybody. I'm going to talk to him like he's a, like, what's up, dog? I was like, yeah. You know what I mean? So what's I was up, like, God, how you been? Yeah. It was my personal way of like rebelling internally and praying my own way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for me, I was like, it was special to me. And then I lost that when I was like 13 and everyone started like the rules really hit my, you know, hit hard. I'm like, but why? But why? But why? And it's like, but it doesn't make sense if you say that. And then they all tie it to God, right? So as a kid, when you're trying to figure out, like you're kind of you're examining maybe your belief systems. I don't know if you know that's a normal thing for a kid. Like they're. <laughs> I mean, well, it is when you're involved in the church like that, though. Yeah. yeah. Maybe for me, you just had a different level of awareness. Maybe. Well, or it, no, maybe I think it's just because I grew up in it. Like I, I was beat over the head with it every day because I was I literally woke up like ding dong on fucking Sundays like I would wake up at six a.m. because everyone's fucking singing goddamn church hymns outside for the like group. Or, you know what I mean? <laughs> So, so like for me, it was like I had to, and I was the son of this lady, right? So I had to be like in line, yeah. you know, because if I didn't, you know, I, I, if I wear a band shirt, they're like, oh, el diablo, you know what I mean? Like, okay, que es eso? Oh my, la sangre, you know what I mean? Like a Slayer shirt, you know? Like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, you know, Slayer. And I'm like, they're not saying shit. They're just talking about it. Like they're raising a, you know, they're talking about Nazis. They're not, they're not Nazis and they're, or whatever, I was, whatever it was, right? Yeah. They're just talking about it, you know, but they're like, they're no, that's the devil. That's so bad, you know? And, and so I don't know what my point was there, but I was going back to, <laughs> so yeah, that was, that was just around that, I think. Yeah, so I don't think. So, you had a consciousness. It built, it yeah, created in that a, a consciousness. For religion, yeah. And I saw the back door of everything, bro. I saw people cheating on their wives. I saw like like priests not like living up to their expectations. I saw it all, you know. So to me, it was so broken and growing up. So when did you? When did you? When were you like? All right, maybe. Yeah, because well, you were in college and you were. Yeah, still- well, at you were thirteen. At thirteen, you I, were. You moved out after. High when, school, I, right? when I went to Loyola High School, when the Jesuits started telling me it's cool to ask questions. Yeah. Because they based their shit off of Judaism too. You know what I mean? Jesuits were like followers of Jesus, and Jesus was a a, a Jew. Jew, and like. You know, in Judaism, like, especially Judaism now, it's very um, progressive and it's very, like, accepting to asking questions. Not orthodox. A lot of scientists are, are Jews. Like, a lot of the great scientists They base were, their were faith in yeah. logic, man. They really do. And, like, what they and, do And, like, is, they tell stories. But yes. But yeah. stories or anecdotes. The stories are passed yeah. down. Stories of Adam and Eve. We get it. It's not literal, guys. There's, like, and then they have, they have like, a couple explanations of it. They have, like... The meaning that behind it, the me- the literal meaning, and then they have the meaning that you pull out of it, and it's mm. like, wait, what? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and the meaning that you pull out of it is like your personal meaning that you're supposed to take out, you know, and like you're supposed to examine all of them, and then also there's a fourth one. There's what the rabbi says. There's like this whole thing called the Talmud, and it's like a commentary, but like it's interesting because it conflicts itself the whole way through because it's a, like a four or five hundred year document. I might be wrong, sorry, but it's like a couple hundred year document. That has all this like commentary on the Jewish Bible, but but you see the evolution of thinking. You see the evolution of how like they're saying no, it's literal, and then people start questioning it, and then they start, you know what I'm saying? Being accepting of like the yeah, and then all the way through the end, and then you see people like start like really opening their hearts and like like being all about love and forgiveness and being all new agey and shit. And it's very interesting to see that history. I mean, and it's really hard for me, too, because, like, I want to convert. So this segues, right? So that's why when I found Judaism through work, I was working for some Jews. I started listening to the sermons, and it really uh, called to me. And I was like, damn, this shit makes sense. Like, you're, you're being funny, but you're also, like, you're, you're, you're being real. You know what I mean? And then so I was attracted to that, you know. But then again, Judaism is also... Um, it can also be a religion. Well, it's also a culture, you know? Like, and that's and, that's a big difference, yeah. too. You know what I mean? Which is cool, because I learned through that, though. I learned how to, like, appreciate my Catholic culture. Because Latino Catholics have a culture. Yeah, oh, very much so. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, like, you have to, you know, and I didn't... I, I don't think that I'm Catholic at all, but so much of, like, the culture is... It's in within you, right? Yeah. The, the I mean, if you, say, you do. I think if you say something, if you say Latino, like, it comes with... 
it, it, they're more than likely there's Catholic. a territory yeah. they're probably there's Catholic a, yeah, there's and a cultural yeah, territory that yeah, comes exactly. with that which is know? also very interesting to examine it's why yeah you know? like, and it's subconscious many times you know what I mean like I, shit we do right now in the house that's like one fucking example because me and Brian I don't know if the show knows but we're roommates and <laughs> no we, it doesn't now we now so it does, now right? it does the me show and, knows our roommates. so and we share a kitchen his mom d- his mom and my mom are from Guatemala, and they do things a certain way, but they do other things a certain way. And it's interesting to see how our cultures clash and how we have to compromise. And like, we're pretty cool about it, though. It's not a big deal, but on the subconscious level, that's what's happening. You know what I mean? So it, it, something as simple as that, which is crazy, that's Latino right there. You know what I mean? Like, like putting that, oh, and like, oh, I want to put a fucking, why do I have the inclination of putting the goddamn Last Supper, too? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Every kitchen's not complete without the last supper. That's crazy. Right. I've te- we never had that though. No, we. I never, oh, had, I never had that. I never okay, had so that. that. But I, my, my parents are very disconnected. Okay. My parents yeah. are not. I was not okay. grow. I was sure. not raised with religion. <laughs> yeah. I think I would say I would. I would. Uh, I think I, I would go as far as to say that I'm probably more Catholic than my parents. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. But that's because I had formal training. Like I had to go through See, education. I had, go, I had to. I had to go through it. Yeah, I more knowledge and all that stuff. But my parents never did. My mom. My mom. Like I guess she said she was Catholic. She said she believed in God. Well, because culturally, that she, she it's was Catholic. Yeah. It's yeah. the yeah. default. Same yeah. with my dad. My dad is, you know, it's the yeah. my, my grandma converted. She's the evangelical now. Oh, uh, and then they're all like, oh, oh, they're there. That's a Ooh. whole another. That's a whole another story. They they're, just they're, get crazy and yeah. whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. grandma, grandma, Ooh, why are you throwing shade? I have on a. Man? I do have take a lot of issue with it though, like um, because Catholicism isn't. Latino, though. I mean, it is now no, after no, hundreds right. of years, but that's not what people, our people traditionally We are whipped believe, into that. You know? Yep. So it's like, yep. um, I Just know. like my name. Yeah. Mira, Dia de los Muertos is the best example of that yeah. in Mexico because you see the combination of pagan culture into Catholic culture. And because, that's what it's always been. It's yeah. like, a, like oh, yeah. Guadalupe también, you know? Like, the reason why... Mexico is so taken with La Virgen is because she represents Donancin, who was one of the goddesses of um, Bull, you oh, know? See. So wow. see, you gotta, you gotta, they displaced so, it. So, so Mary is not La Virgen? No, well, she, she is, is. But like, is, it evolved she, into it, that. Or it, they... The thing is, <laughs> you know, the, the Spanish, <clears throat> when they were looking to conquer <clears throat> these people, they tried to force this religion upon them, but we all know we hold our beliefs very dearly. So they would try to um, make things fit certain ways so that certain people could would be more accepting of it, right? So it's like they they had this figure, Tonantzin, and she was held very dear, revered. You Donancy? Donancy. Donancy. Okay. Yeah. This is Aztec. Yeah, this is Aztec nice. figure. Yeah, so um, okay. they had a, a, a deity, a woman that they, they highly revealed, revered. So that's why... Um, the story of Juan Diego, right? Yeah, who's seeing, Juan Diego. Who's seeing La Virgen de Guadalupe was such a um, like ca- calling card for Mexicano it because it was her coming to a Mexicano in Mexico, mm. you know? So it, it was a story that allowed people to get more comfortable with, with Catholicism. Same with like Christmas. Like yeah. historical evidence shows that Jesus was born not in December. He wasn't. But... but that falls on the winter solstice, which mm, was a holiday mm, that mm. so many pagan religions practice. You got to you know? bridge the gap somehow. Yeah, you got to bridge the gap. Yeah. You got to meet people where they are, and then things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, meet people half- halfway. What? See where it's gonna work out for you know everybody. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Okay. So, uh, what was her name again? Donansin. 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 So she became. So she came down in the form of. Yeah. Mary. Right, yeah, you feel him. me, and people were like, "Oh, that's I'm, how I'm mind blown." Oh, oh I'm yeah. so mind blown. Yeah. So now you make the transition, boom, Catholics. Okay, boom, so now yeah. put yeah. their stamp. So now we can feel be me? Catholic. Now yeah. it's okay to be Catholic. It's okay. Well, because now it makes sense because she's just going through them. Do you guys know what? Feel this, me? That's that was the mentality. You what know the saying? Spanish did to the big temple in Mexico City? Other than probably trash it and destroy it. Well, yeah, they. <laughs> you, know that, you know that big Sorry, that okay. big uh, basilica that's in Mexico City in the Zócalo. It's huge. I've seen it. It's yeah, huge. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've seen it. There was a pyramid right there. So when oh, the Spanish came in, they tore down that pyramid and built a, a cathedral on top of it. So like, there are still the ruins of the pyramid on underneath it. But the foundation, probably. Yeah. Dude, and think about it. When they came, they were like, "Oh, these guys on horses and like all this shit that they have." They're, like a lot of them thought, "Like, have you ever seen El Dorado?" I don't think that's true, though. No, I don't well, think that people really thought that these like. The, I think that that's a story that 
that gets told yeah, yeah, to, to make like, it more kind sense. Of Wait, you want to break it down though? Okay, yeah, so they it. say that like when Cortez came, that Montezuma, who was the, the leader of the Aztec people, thought that he was Quetzalcoatl. So Quetzalcoatl was like the serpent god right. for, the, for the, um, the Aztec people. Mm-hmm. And they say that when Hernan Cortez came on these horses with these bright blue eyes, that the Aztec people thought that he was Quetzalcoatl. That, 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 yeah, that's they, why like, he was so through. easily able to conquer okay. them because he but tricked see, them. But I don't. Well, I don't. I don't, don't want to believe it all the way through. But I think what happened is logically they saw this thing come in, and then he started doing was, some shady shit. Something different. And they're like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And they're like, dude, this is, you know what I'm saying. So the understanding I think was that's why it was so much easier for them to if they establish their fucking footprint and their religious yeah. footprint, and then they like, then I feel like the people are like, well, we're being conquered, so we have to. They have to accept it either way, right? So I'm thinking like, but, well, maybe they, I don't know if they thought it was like a supernatural thing, but I do believe that they probably were like caught off guard because they oh. thought it was something like but supernatural think, at first. Yeah. And then it was like, well, they're, you know. Something for them, divine. For them to reconcile the fact that they're being conquered is, I think, maybe, maybe this, this is the, the, the this reason, reason something, coming something's happening. Yeah, because maybe they'll take care of us in this, whatever, whatever. And then they start establishing all these priests and all this bullshit, you know what I mean? And they're like, oh, and then it's easier to kind of, you know what I mean? Because they use religion as that, right? Yeah, but I think it's like, we also, like, there's also a long time period between. Yeah. Um, it the, took, con- the first contact between the Spaniards and, and the indigenous and like the peoples establishment of and like, the establishment of, yeah. of Catholicism as the like right. main form in, in the region, you know? Do you think there was a lot of resistance at first? Yeah, I don't think so, that people... So you don't just give up your you beliefs just, see, so just that's, when yeah. something shows up, man. So that's the point. So there, there has to be a reason why you give up. Well, I mean, think of like how long was it? Or, or, How long or, was or, it? Or compromise. You, it, it, you it, see it, everybody probably, around right? you dying. You right. know, you see these people who have guns who you gotta, then you don't have guns. Right. You you see everybody dying from disease. You know, like oh, I they think brought over. Yeah. I think that and probably a, had a lot see, to do yeah, with it. Yeah. You know? it's like, oh my gosh! Fuck? All all of a sudden, all these hundreds and millions of people We're are dying. Sick. Yeah. All our crops are fucked up. What the hell are they doing? You know, they're controlling. They say that when the Spaniards came in in to Mexico City to Tepoztlan, that there was uh, plumbing. Like oh yeah, right. Yeah, water. they had the They weren't doing that in Europe. They were throwing no. their shit out the windows. Yeah. You yeah. know, so it's like like their technology, their civilization was like so far like advanced, um, but disease and gun violence, you know, yeah. like wop and and slavery, just wiped everybody you know, out. just just. Destroyed like the the infrastructure and the basis of it all. The so. ecosystem they had put in with the planet, man. That was, and yeah, and so. I've I've read that like the disease traveled faster than the people themselves. Oh right? shit! So, well, of like, course, because the first person that gets anywhere with that, yeah, boom. So like it got progressively easier because people had already like been dying of disease by the time that they that people were there to like. And then what what can you think, dude? What do you think when you have this belief system and then all the shit around you? And you don't even know that. You You don't even know about that. You don't even know about all these diseases. This is all new to you. This is all new. It's just just, people are just dropping. All of a sudden, for hundreds of smallpox. Yeah, they have you know all these different diseases that they had never seen before. Damn, dude! Same war, different battle. Huh? Do you really believe? You probably, yeah, it probably shakes you, dude. You probably shakes your, yeah, your whole so belief system. Uh, okay, you and, know, and that this is your only way of viewing the world. So how do you? And this is happening through hundreds of years, yeah. right? So then at the end, I don't even know when was it's it, it was a transition, obviously. And I think too, you know, the same thing generationally, you know. Yeah, like, yeah you're right. Some people, some people gave up their belief system. Some people adopt a new one. Some people, yeah. I'm sure there's well, people still, there's, like there's right? still some people that are that are like hiding that are still. I'm, I'm sure Doing there's, the there's, whole, still, there's still people in Mexico who speak their native language. Exactly. Yeah, and probably still but, the people that wanted to hold right? that they didn't want to all yeah. give it up. Yeah. But it was just. But you know what? I appreciate that a lot of kind of accept this worldview of like, okay, I know that like there's logic and science out there, but. I'm gonna still practice this. Like for example, a lot of Native Americans, they you know. Um, I think they're far more accepting of knowledge and science. Yeah, than, exactly. Because like, they know that yeah. it's like the same thing, yeah. and so they're like, "Well, my belief system doesn't have they to be compromised." They don't have a belief system based in doctrine. Right. In, exactly. Like, yeah, know, it's like, not written down. It's mm-hmm. very much oral, um, more oral traditions or like history. Right. But even so, it's like very much intuitive. I think right? there's this thing with like Christianity, right wing fundamentalism, that it's like has to go counter to science but i don't think that that is true for a lot of um like indigenous 
or right. like pagan, you yeah. know, um, religions, they don't see them as odds, you know? And when you think about it, it goes even deeper than that because I think they keep these traditions to keep power, you know, because the Catholic church slowly starts accepting these things because they know it's, it's like, well, we have to, we got to get progressive too because if we don't, then... We're going to lose everybody. Yeah, Everyone's so... Jump but then that's centralized power, you know what I mean? That's what happens when you have a centralized power trying to continue to keep that centralized power. When you have something more... Like we read anarchic, not or anarcho commune, whatever communal anarcho communist. Where there's not a centralized power and there's more of like a communal thing, and it's like everyone can accept that knowledge because it's like, well, whatever. In our family, we believe this, but like, what you know, we're not gonna, you know, or however uh, the let's say Native American, whatever tribe you want to say, like living today and now, blend it and make sure that his belief system isn't compromised. You know what I mean? Whoa, I don't even know what the fuck I'm saying. <laughs> I'm like trying to make sense. I'm on a train here. I'm like railing off. <laughs> it's cool. It's all good. I think that's good for my intro. <laughs> that's a good intro. No, well, yeah, let's just end it though. <laughs> nah, you're good. You're good. That was uh, nice. My brain is a little. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, so uh, my name is Brian. I, um, yeah, I'm born and raised in LA my whole life. Uh, went to public school my whole life. I went. I went to... I was in, I'm a product of LAUSD, I'm, uh, but I was also, I guess, I, guess, I don't know, I've always kind of, I always kind of had good grades when I was little, so I kind of always knew that, you know, uh, you know, that, that the, I wasn't going to fit into that, you know, I wasn't going to be a statistic in a way, my mom kind of raised me that way, I was, she was just like, okay, Mijo, like, you got the everyone a. else is fucking around, but you don't. Yeah, you gotta, you where's the on. A? Where's the A it. plus? You get on huh? Yeah, and, was it a uh, guilt trip? Uh yeah for sure nice. yeah my mom that's that's all nice. that my mom doesn't believe in congratulations she believed in <laughs> guilt trip there we go <laughs> do you know what I do for you you're giving me a C you know how hard I work every day you you all you have to do is go to school and you can bring a bring uh, a C damn it those those words cut deep yeah they damn. do damn. you're like six i don't know how good that is though man it's not always good because uh balance man ah man I, yeah exactly balance you have to i mean i always knew i always knew that i had to do well yeah. in, in school i knew it was, it was important like no one had to tell me yeah i was the same way yeah but it's just totally but it's yeah it, it made it, me happy to like be good in school yeah. yes yeah. yes i was happy and this is something that my mom adopted really late he, she my mom did i don't know here my mom used to tell me when i was little she used to say that I was the best. She used to say that all the time. And that is a terrible thing to do to a kid. Don't ever tell a kid that he's the best. Because he's going to learn one day that he's not the best. Uh, There's nothing he can do about it. Like, uh, <laughs> I think that's important, though. Well, you again, need to have that confidence to think mijo, you're the best, mijo, but you need to get knocked mejor, down. I was like, Mom, no, I'm not, though. Like, and that was cool. And it was cool because in kindergarten, I was the first person to learn to read in my class. In Spanish, I was the first person to read. I was, like, getting top grades. And, and yeah, like, I was I was on it. Like, I was... I was Little top, really, though. Exactly. Mm. I was always getting good grades. I was always, like, top of the class maybe first second i was always competing <sighs> but it's just like and then it got to a point where i couldn't be the best anymore like and then she got real and like i was like oh my god it's not that's not how it is mom i'm not the best it's just disappointing i don't want to be the best. i don't want to be the best anymore but yeah i always knew i always knew i was always kind of like had a sense and then my, eventually my mom realized you know it, it changed from being the best to do your uh, best no, 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 not, no, not even. Not even. It went from doing the, It went from being you're the best to you can do whatever you want. It's your future. Like, <gasps> you know, <it's>, <laughs> like that. Yeah, but it was like yeah because it was no, like but but it was but that was good because because she gave me control at that point mm -hmm. and you know and that was okay because I was, I was I was always the type of person who was like it got to a point where my mom in high school my mom was like she wouldn't say wake up you got school she'd say hey. Are you going to school today? Damn. And, and, okay. And it was up to me to say, oh, no. Or most of the time it was, yes, I'll, I'm going to be up and give me two minutes. You know, but I mean, there was like maybe twice when I actually said, no, I'm not. Because I just didn't want to. I, I just didn't want No explanation. No, Damn. I don't want to go to school. Oh, not for today. Real? Yeah, she did. Yeah. But, cool. but again, again, it's, it's tu futuro. Tu haces lo que tu quieras. Okay. That's true. And that's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, and I, I was not, like I said, like religion was not never a part of my life. Um, until I got, I mean, the closest thing was, I think I saw church like once or twice a year. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, for like Christmas. Well, and then I got yeah. baptized. Not even for we got invited to something, or there was a baptism <laughs> oh, or something. Dang. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and then like I saw. I don't think I really went to church until quinceañeras. Oh. <laughs> I'm serious. Like Thank God, you that, guys. that was yeah. like my first real experience with Catholicism was when uh, my friends were having their quinceañeras. I would go to church because my cousins changed to they became my my aunt became evangelical with my grandma, and so I would go to their church because oh. I wanted to hang out with my oh, cousins. Oh, because it's fun. I mean, no, that's no, no. Oh. I mean, well, so? hey, not to say anything about okay, you know we'll whatever right, church right. whatever, but uh, for they me, were fun. I was always there to hang out with my cousins. So okay. it was you know you'd stay you'd stay in the in you know the for the service for right you know 30 minutes and then the kids can leave or right so we went outside and used to play tag or whatever and that was kind of cool but yeah. uh yeah i mean the again like again i saw a church a catholic church again when i got to, when i was like 11 12 because i was doing my first communion so i needed to do that whole year of uh catechism right? is that what it's called mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so i, I See, was i know my this stuff <laughs> <laughs> i learned to pray through yeah. the, i learned to pray like i taught my mom to pray like i taught my mom <sighs> i taught my mom the the cross how the how the cross is done you know and how, how to you know what is it yeah exactly so. wait wait so why did you do it though why did i do it did well they, because so. i've always been in my communion yeah uh he was twelve. Uh, what else? did they tell oh, you? Hey, you're gonna do your first communion. You're like, okay. Uh, yeah, and then everyone okay. else was doing it. I okay. knew I was going to parties. People were doing it, so I was like, okay, I gotta <laughs> oh, do it. Oh, I, I gotta do it. Too. So it too. became a cultural thing at that point. I mean, it's always thing. been a cultural thing because my parents. Yeah. Again, my parents. My mom doesn't. She doesn't take the 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 La wine. The, she doesn't take it because the she, what. The ostia, the so like, oh, okay. yeah, the, yeah, wine, yeah, yeah. the cooking and the wine. I don't take she, that either because I'm yeah. not baptized. She, my mom right. doesn't take it. So out of respect, right? Yeah, my right. parents don't take it. I'm the only. If we ever go to church, I'm the only one that takes it yeah. because I know that I, I, I should. And I'm like, hey, whatever, get some wine. <laughs> hey, so Jesus, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm. <laughs> yeah, I went through a period too where I was like going to church with a friend of mine. And for like six months, and then I was like, okay, I'm totally over this. Right. But I needed to like kind of see what is it was about. Right. You know, I've always and then you and then it becomes. The same thing over and over. Yeah, that, like, I mean, you. I, I think too. I like, I I had a lot of friends who were gay, and I like kind of knew like um, at a very young age that I was into like social activism, um, mostly because I had so many friends around me who were gay, and I saw how they were struggling. And like, this was around when um, a, a bill was oh prop proposition eight prop eight was like oh, on yeah. the table, mm-hmm. and um, I remember like being at church with a friend and like the the guy started talking about like you know homosexuality and <gasps> no. stuff and i was like was okay. it bad was he wasn't no it, it was like progressive you know as like you know then it's not that they were condemning people people but pretty much like don't ask don't tell you shouldn't live your life that way it's a choice and i was you just a like, butterfly just don't fly yeah, yeah and i was just fly, like just okay i'm really no yeah see it. i was like i'm not into don't this yeah. yeah, that's how it was, I get, yeah. and I was like, "But why?" <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? What does that mean? And they're like, "Well, because you know, God doesn't want." But why? I think it's such a strange concept to think that, like, oh, we are all born with natural sin, and like, you are constantly having to um, fight erase against that. Yeah, erase that right. and fight against it, and like, you know, you may feel urges and like desires to do one thing, but you have to fight against. You gotta it. remember. You, you gotta. Yeah. You gotta say, "I'm sorry." Yeah. Repent. Repent. It, it always it keeps yeah. you chained, bro. Yeah, that's what it is. You're born with chains. If, yeah. you, if you're constantly so your whole life, your you whole life, you want to apologize yeah. for, everything for everything that you're doing, you do. which keeps you distracted because you got to keep doing their traditions. Damn. So you feel me? It gets deeper than. Sorry, let's not go. <laughs> I just, I just. We're gonna talk just, about the POC color experience about religion. Yes. Okay? Mm-hmm. You know what? Eh, that's cool. I'm with it. You know, I feel like that's where we're going. That's what it seems like. This episode's a lot of Because it's like, why are this we heavier still, on religion why, than I was expecting it to be? You know what I mean? It's like, why are we still like so loyal but we're like really poor? Yeah. You know what I mean? Those questions start rising, you know? Well, because, Whoa. you know, there's all of that like doctrine and like that says that the poor people will be um, rewarded in heaven, right? That's like the whole thing is if you're poor, if you're good, if you've, Keep just faith do, do what you gotta that do. you will be rewarded suffer. in heaven. But, but it never made sense, you know, like why do these people have to suffer and have to wait to get to have, heaven when you see all these other people who have so much more in this life and like telling them to believe this, you know? Like it is, yeah. it is a system of, of control and like... It is. Um, it's another government. And then, and then they don't want you to know that you can have both. Yeah, the, the, I tried to get in, I actually tried to get involved a little bit. I was just trying to, you know, get more involved with my, you know, 
in touch with my spiritual side when I got to college, when I got to SC my first year, my first semester there. I went, to, I got invited to some uh, Bible study groups. Nice. Which is kind of cool. Uh, I knew one person there, and but that person wasn't part of that group. They just, he just kind of brought me in. <laughs> oh, nice. Like, hey, get in there. And I was like, all right, I met other people. Uh-huh. And they had food. So it was really, you know, that's how you bring, that's yeah. how you, everybody gets involved with everything the first week of school, you know? So I went, and I went to a couple of uh, Bible study. No, but I was also very respectful. I was also, I was also kind of, always very like, yeah. you know, you know, I'm here, I'm going to read the passage. I'm going to tell, I'm going to, I'm going to share what this means to you'll, me. You'll play their game, but you know, respectfully but I, yeah, put exactly. your, But you I was know. like, there's a very, the terminology that I use was always very specific. I didn't want to, you mm-hmm. know, touch, you know, I wouldn't be Offend. like, oh, this is what God said to me. I'd never say that. I was like, what this quote means to me, as right. I think, you know, whatever. And, um, but I remember that it was the week before Thanksgiving. So we were out in the, the following week. So we weren't going to meet for two weeks. I remember I showed, uh, you know, at the end of the, uh, the Bible study group. They asked the question. They posed the question. They said, uh, uh, "Well, you know, go home today, uh, and you know, we're gonna reconvene in two weeks. And I want you to go, you know, think about this. Uh, you know, let us know. Tell you basically what the, the question was: Are you lost or are you found? Oh. And uh, <laughs> by the definition, are you saved? I was lost <gasps> by their definition. He explained, and yeah. I was like, huh, "That's my description. That's me. <laughs> I'm lost." I was like. I don't feel lost. And I was like, I don't want to come back here and say that I'm lost, you know? I was exactly. And I was like, I don't think I can do this. I was no, I I was like, I can't do that. I don't want to show up and be like, I'm lost. Yeah, I'm totally lost, guys. Because I didn't think I was lost. Yeah. To me, that's not what I don't know. Maybe that's not what it is. I don't know. But I I didn't feel comfortable going back and saying, definitely, I'm lost, guys. What, What was your definition? It was I don't even remember, but I remember that that was it. Like that, what they described, like what in that, terms of like your where what your where belief you, system. Yes, where you are in. Was it like a if you don't? Yes. yes. Then mm. you are. Yes. yes. How interesting. You have to. It's are interesting. You, That's you, the, yeah. those are the those are the whatever the words you call them. I don't know, whatever the words. But if you don't, mm-hmm. then believe what that dot, means. Dot, that. Then that means that you are. Yeah. However, I was we like, describe that sucks. Yeah. That was the last time I ever did anything. Yeah. But it's cool. I think it's I'm interesting. I think I'm good where I am. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I have a relationship. You know, cosmic thing. Yeah. It's and it's crazy how, like, um, you know, like, I think that um, religious always, religion always, like, comes back, like, full circle in your life. Or, like, at least in different points and you have different relationships with it. Because mm-hmm. I think another interesting time where I, like, kind of had crossroads with religion was um, when I was rushing my sorority. So are you Greek as well? Greek? Yeah, like are a, you in a, like in a, a Greek, fr- Greek fraternity? Uh, no. no. No? Okay, well, um, you know, when I was in college, I went to ASU, and it was huge, you know, 70,000 undergrads, and I really needed a place to kind of fit in and belong, and a lot of people were telling me about Latina sororities. Oh, nice. Um, so then I started, like, looking at Latina sororities, and, you know, um, my sorority, Kappa Delta Chi, like, intrigued me particularly, and I started rushing and stuff, and then when I was rushing, um, they were like, oh, this is a Christian organization, and I was like, what? <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, well, actually, most Greek organizations are Christian-based. A lot of them come from that. And so when our founders were founding, you know, my organization, they were Christian. They were very heavily Christian. So, but it wasn't any, like, the girls that I had met, like, um, I, like, when I was rushing and stuff, like, I didn't really get, like, a preachy, like, vibe. So when I found out that it was a Christian organization, I was like, oh, whoa, that's weird. I don't know how this is going to, like, play out. So, you know, obviously, like, it wasn't, like, we we pray together, like, as sisters and things like that. That's really the only time that um, it comes up, really. Like, you know, all of our sisters have different backgrounds and, you know, believe in different things. And, you know, there's some who are Catholic, some are Christian, some who are Jews, Jewish, and, like, you know, oh, nice. not agnostic and That's stuff. Right. No. So it's it's not really, like, something that, like, I say, like, is what, like, how do I say? It doesn't really, like, stand out in all the things that we do, but it's there. And I never really, like, would have expected it or, like, thought about it. And I felt kind of conflicted about it when I found out because I was like, whoa, like, I'm not religious and I don't want to get sucked into something. Um, but then, you know, to me, it was like, for in our sisterhood, Christianity is about that. It's about sisterhood and being compassionate community. and community yeah. and, and taking care of one yeah. another. Yeah. And, like, those you know, core those, those really, really good things. But then I do 
like I know that other people at other schools at other universities are like much more about it and then I'm like oh, it's just your chapter weird. that was a little no 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 was... it's like it's probably about like half and half oh you know? really? yeah okay well, you know no, it totally no. depends no, I know too. you can't yeah, I know you can't you can't talk about it specifically but was was your process uh did it have an element of that? Of Christian, no, other than us like praying together and like being in moments together, but like, no, like nothing. Like we had to like go to church or like, it was, it was like literally like not, like not more than like the, the women who founded it saying like, we are Christian women and we want this to be, a, be a, like have Christian values, yeah, you know, like to be yeah. about sisterhood. No, did, do you think like the, the process changed through, throughout the oh, I'm sure history it did. Yeah, I'm of sure your it did. organization? I'm sure it did. Because no, because there, I, 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 we have, uh, we have some Christian orgs at SC too, and their, their processes are heavily Christian. Hardcore. Oh yeah. See, yeah. no, see, and that's what, when I heard, I was like, is it going to be like that? And it wasn't at all. Um, I don't know if it ever was at any point though, like if it was about like going to church, but okay. I think it was mostly about like having those values and like, Having good faith in people and be a good person, yeah, be a good person, work, work, See, and it all boils down. Yeah, it boils down to that, man. And the whole community is like, you got to learn how to do that with people because we're humans, and like, you know, the whole. So that's the also all the same thing, you know. Yeah, like it's and those are great things, yeah. you know. Like, and, you know, when we were talking about like Mormons and all these Mormons that I grew up with, like they're very about their family, like they're it's about the all values. about the family values, yeah. and it's great. Like yeah. I remember, like you know having all these friends and like their families were so close and my family was really close too you yeah. know like my family is so non um religious and non-traditional at all but there were very very many similarities between my family and the mormon families that we grew up with we all played music you know my parents are, were musicians so all of the kids grew up playing music oh, nice. all the mormon kids like grew up playing music too <laughs> so you know like a lot of things like that you know my family always tried to sit down at the dinner table and like have family meals together so did my mormon friends you know we took care of my tata and like you know he was a big part of my house so i had you know mormon friends whose grandparents lived with them and things mm -hmm. like that mm -hmm. so um it's like but you know we're all more similar than we are different yeah you know mm -hmm. and like it's but it's the little things that we get so caught up on you yeah know? it's all but yeah at the end of the day it's all the same thing and like i, I think that uh, this cosmic being, you know, right? It's just all through a different lens. Everyone just has a different point of view. And mm -hmm. so, stay woke, shit. <laughs> stay woke. <laughs> I hate that song. Everyone's, it, that song is Which old and one? now Red everyone's is it. He, that's his favorite song. That's his favorite song. Dude, he kills it. And I like it. I like it. it. But you know what? First here's my time thing. that way too. No, here, right? Here's, yeah. here's my right? issue with that song. Yeah, that song is bomb. not new. It's not. But, it's not. Oh. It wasn't up until about three weeks ago that everyone started bumping. I don't know, bro. I was listening to it like, when it came out. Bro. Yeah. You know why? Because Ruby showed it to me when it came. Every yes, and that I remember, album's and been I out it. for a little while. I, yes, it has. Yeah. And, I've, and I heard that song but it, like but, a year well, ago. Maybe it's good. You know what he did? He went and did it with real musicians in a fucking studio that jammed out that song, yeah. and then he put his own shit, and then he imitated all these records that he was listening to, all these R and B and like no disco oh. records that his Bomb. dad had and shit, dude. And he was like. All that shit. Yeah. He was trying to imitate that yeah, voice. Yeah, those crazy voices that he does. Yeah. So he's yeah. like. Yeah. Everybody got to go listen bomb. to Childish Gambino, uh new yeah. album if you haven't yet. You know, I was. Li you know, I like it. I, I, he's That's cool. our first recommendation for the night. Mm -hmm. right, there you go. Yeah. Wait, actually, the book, George Washington. Oh, yes. That's our Gomez. Gomez. This, there yes. you go. Yes. George and Washington please Gomez. remind us. Wait, who's the author? Oh, uh, let me. Pull. And the name of the what the, is the, the name? Lady, uh, the, mm, Donancin. Donancin. Okay, yes. we. I need okay, to come the, up with a George Washington Gomez by Américo Paredes. Got it. Got Skip it. it. I need to come up with a new device. I will not remember this. Donancin. Ants. Okay, look. This is this is how you spell it. T O N A N T Z I N. Maybe by seeing it, you'll Donancin. It's like ton of ants in. There yeah, go. there you go. There you go. Ton of Anton. Anyway. Anything else? Uh, no, is I, that, I mean. Is time's up? I'm, yeah, oh yeah, we're a little bit past that. Oh, yeah, so, but, what time um, is it? It's like 8.30. Yeah, it's like almost 8.30. Yeah, we've, oh, we've been up from almost. Like, um, right? I hope to have many more of these conversations. I think we will. I'm really excited to embark on this journey. Nice. I hope that. I'm happy that you guys are Ooh. down for the ride because cool. it's right. going to be fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, recommendations besides the book, besides uh, the Childish Gambino, is there anything else that you got that, you, something's going, that you've been watching besides Sons of Anarchy? Is oh, there something yeah. else that you've been watching that you're um, into that yeah. you want to share? Okay, uh, one thing I watched the other day that I thought was phenomenal was uh, Miguel going home to Michoacan, uh, Vice, New, Vice 
Viceland. That's what it was. You know, they have several different energies. But mm-hmm. Viceland did a six-part series of the singer Miguel going home to Michoacan. Um, it was his first time there visiting his family. They go, um, they talk a lot about corn, which I think is if um, you are Mexicano, and you should read about more about corn because it was originated in Mexico and um, it's a very sacred crop for, for our people. So, and then they talk a lot about um, the butterflies that migrate to Michoacan and, and it's just Monarchas. really, yeah, nice. yeah. Oh, the monarch butterflies. Yeah. So you guys should all check out that, that, um, nice. you can find it on YouTube too. Viceland. Yeah, cool. Viceland. Yeah, all, all the content on YouTube, yeah. I think. Yeah, and then you just say, Viceland. like, Viceland, Miguel, Michoacan, it'll pop up. It was, re- it was really beautiful. Cool. Cool. Sounds good. I, I'm sorry, I don't have anything else. So you're in a band, man. You, oh, you, well, what, I guess what, I when's your stuff dropping? All right, well, uh, we uh, might be playing the Eagle Rock Music Festival. When's so, that? So uh, that is going to be on October 6th, I believe. That's a minute. When's your album uh, dropping? When's your content online? So when can we, we see it? We will, we, be, it? we will be. So we're still working on a couple of things, but we will be releasing our single in, uh, in October. Ooh. Damn, you got a while then mm-hmm. for all your stuff to drop. When, when's, the, when's the EP dropping? Probably in January. In January, mm-hmm. if oh, not wow. spring. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Apart from the new year, okay, yeah. Cool. There's a lot of prepping and setting up to do. I mean, we're trying to do legit, dude. So we have to talk to lawyers and bull BS. You got to cool. do it right. Yeah, man. my brother's a musician. So. If it's a business, you got to do it right. Yep. You know what I mean? Smart. It's a lot of work. Yeah, it is. It is. And they're a metal band. Well, we're like hard rock, rock metal. Some people think it's metal. Some people think it's rock. Some cool. Things blues. We'll see uh, what's up. <laughs> so I just finished. What? Um, I this is kind of. Maybe not so relevant, but I'm almost done watching Glow. I don't know if you've seen oh, Glow. No. Glow is really the good. Rest, yeah. Yes. Glow is a series by Jenji Cohen. Jenji yeah, Cohen, who, who did uh, yes, Orange, Orange is a New, new Black, Black, and she weeds. did yeah. Weeds. Which is, weeds was like, eh. Weeds was good. I liked Weeds. No, weeds was good. Weeds was good. My problem with Weeds is that she Nancy just Botwin. gave up. She, she just, was a problem with she, weeds. she sucked. She, she sucked. She's a terrible Oop. person. But Oop. you know what? Jenji Cohen is known. All of her protagonists suck. Like They're not. They're shitty people. I like when protagonist is kind of fucked up. I, I like oh. that. I think she progressed as a writer. She learned from Weeds in Orange is the New Black because Orange is the New Black, in the first season, her protagonist was Piper Chapman. In the second season, third season, she decided to not make the yeah, show well, about her. Yeah. Now it's about oh, everybody, everybody else, else. Which is smart because by the time you get to the fourth season in Weeds, you hate, hate that Nancy. character. You do, you do yeah. not want it. You even. She's just a terrible person. Yeah. Yeah. And But Glow, same thing. Her, characters, her main character is a little bit, she's crazy, but... um. Uh, you get to know you know, the other, other characters too, it's and important. it's it's about um, if you were a fan of WWE, WWF, if you ever watched wrestling, nice. you will love Glow because nice. there's so many references Glow. to nice. to the eight, to the eighties, um, oh, Hulk Hogan, like all that stuff. You're like, oh, okay, this is cool. Like Legit. it's uh, and it's all about and it's women yeah. wrestling, so nice. it's it's, yeah. it's really cool. The girls are really funny. All the actresses are really funny. So I would definitely say watch that. That's it. Again, once again, thank you guys for joining cool. me today. Thanks for everyone for anyone who listens today. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it and we'll be coming back with uh, hopefully awesome content cool thank you hey everyone if you haven't done so already make sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and rate us five stars that's five stars please we want to make sure we can keep coming back also be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Talk and on Twitter at Talk one that's P-O-C T-A-L-K, the number one. If you have any questions, concerns, comments, suggestions, or you just want to throw some shade at one of our panelists, you can write us at pocktalkpod at gmail.com or visit our website at pocktalkpod.com. This episode was produced by Brian Aguilar and Axel Oliva. The music was composed by Double A-K. Thank you for joining us and see you next time on Pock Talk.